This is a Whole Observatory podcast. Hello and welcome to Star Stuff. I am Cody Halfmoon, and today we are joined by, of course, Haley Osborne. Hello, everybody. And John Compton. Oh, hey, nerds. And today we're going to be talking about Saturn. It is in opposition or something. What does that? What does that even mean? It means it hates us. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just means that um, Saturn is basically as close as it can be to Earth. Um, it's like uh, it's just Earth's orbit and Saturn's orbit. Uh, you know where where they are in their orbits have lined up, and so um, if you need to get to Saturn, now's the time to do it because it's <laughs> it's gonna be a shorter journey. You can like you know fuel prices are going up. Yeah, um, gas be high. So like yeah. now's the time um, to get to Saturn. Um, and so it aligning with Earth isn't a weird thing, right? This happens quite a bit when the planets align because it's just natural in the orbits, right? Yeah, yeah, so Saturn actually is at opposition every 378 Earth days, so oh. just over every year. Oh, mm-hmm. it's still cool. Yeah. Because Saturn's going to be big, a big boy in the sky, so mm-hmm. if you have any telescopes <clears throat> or if you're near Lowell, you can come up and check it out. To mm-hmm. speak on that timing, I mean, it's because Earth goes around the sun every 365 days so eventually it's going to cross path with where saturn is but saturn is also moving so there's like that little extra bit as it kind of runs away a little bit faster than we can catch up to it but Mm -hmm. yeah it just makes sense like these things would happen once a year roughly Mm -hmm. right um because earth goes around and eventually it'll line up yeah it's not just it lining up it's that it's close to earth the closest to earth yeah because they're lining up basically yeah they're sort of like earth is lapping saturn Mm-hmm. Oh, a, but okay. at at some point they can like look next to each other like What's if up? you're in a marathon and pass that baton yeah. you know okay. um, and so opposition is just when they're um, they're as close as they can get because of their because Earth is passing yeah. Saturn it's like in Winter Soldier when Cap is lapping the <laughs> the Falcon mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you seen on that? your left who's Cap Captain America oh and, yeah the, yes. on your left yeah yeah. No, mm-hmm. I haven't seen Winter Cody Soldier. Cody has no idea what no I'm talking don't. about. No cap. No mm. cap. No cap for me. Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So opposition, opposition is just, it's close. Why mm-hmm. opposite? Opposition. Opposing. It goes, it goes sun, earth, and Saturn. Yeah. So it's like, opposite of the sun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like in theory, <laughs> in theory, if things are lined up a lot better, and you know we were within some sort of like focal point, which we're not, um, you could get like uh, Earth's shadow crossing Saturn. You'd get mm-hmm. like a cool eclipse sort of thing. Yeah. It would be a solar eclipse from the viewpoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it would occult it. So like from Saturn's viewpoint, it would be, um, you know, uh, a solar eclipse, mm-hmm. and then from our perspective, it would be like a lunar eclipse, the equivalent. But, oh. um, but Saturn, which I don't remember what, I think it's Salus? No. Um, do you remember the old term for Saturn? Like when you talk about like 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 Jupiter's Jovian. Saturnal. Saturnal. Yeah, so we get like a Saturnal eclipse. Saturnal. Saturnal? Okay, well, I had a question about the mythology. Let's just jump to that. Sure. Um, what is Saturn 
named from (laughs) just to troll you sorry (laughs) we just talked about this in the that outlook we did Um, the mars hill outlook we were talking about yeah saturn day it's the roman version of the greek titan chronos the uh titan of time the head honcho uh he was the dad of zeus poseidon and hades and he was told by the fates that one of his children would usurp him on the throne so to keep that from happening uh he would eat his children and right i just remember the children eating yep nothing else stuck (laughs) exactly so saturn is named uh saturn after chronos because saturn's moons you can think of it as his like quote-unquote children and its rings are actually from Saturn ripping apart its moons. And so it's like eating its moons, which means mm-hmm. it's like eating its children. That's where we get the term uh, chronophore. Yep. Seriously. No, I made it up. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. I can't tell. But it sounds good. Okay. It does sound good. Chronophore. Yeah. <laughs> okay, got it. Uh, so about the rings, I'm kind of jumping all over the place, but mm-hmm. so the rings are made from the moons. Mm-hmm. What? Well, the, the the gaps in the rings are made from the moons. The gaps in the rings are made from. The... Yeah, because the rings are just like ice and stuff, and then um, as the moons go around, they sort of like carve out that path, and it's um, why Pluto isn't a planet. Same way, because uh, Pluto, Pluto. Way to bring that up. <laughs> Pluto hasn't like cleared its orbit, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, but these moons are slowly clearing their orbit. And when there's a big, like defined gap, it's because they've successfully cleared their orbit. All the bits of ice and debris that can be gravitationally drawn and accumulated on that moon have. Well, and also like the closest moons to Saturn, Saturn's got so much gravity that it's like literally like squeezing them. Mm-hmm. And so if they're like ice moons like Enceladus, that causes cryovolcanoes and so they'll like spew water and ice out into space and then that joins Saturn's ring system. So it's like it's squeezing them. Mm-hmm. Back up to ice volcano. Uh yeah, yeah, cryovolcanoes, ice volcanoes. It's literally just a volcano except instead of magma, it's ice. That sounds horrible. Mm-hmm. Again, space sounds horrible. Yeah, yeah, a lot of these moons that have water, or actually a lot of the moons that are around larger objects like mm-hmm. Jupiter and Saturn, um, they they get that like heat from like annealing, like gravitational like gravitational massaging of them that heats them mm-hmm. up. Like when you take a, a lump of clay and you like squish it around until it's soft, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so like if there's water on these moons, that it can get quite balmy inside. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. it's nice like a lot of a lot of species <laughs> on earth that survive in very very harsh conditions would like take it as a vacation day to be on <laughs> like Europa or whatever right because of yep. all this tidal annealing all this tidal heating uh-huh. um, it's like nice and comfy in there yeah <clears throat> like dolphins and mer, pe- mer aliens swimming around and stuff probably. I don't know. neither Jupiter or Saturn sound comfy uh, well the moons would be yeah oh, okay. so Jupiter... unless you're really close though because like yeah. rocky planets also get the the mushing so mm-hmm. like you have Io which instead of cryovolcanoes has just volcanoes mm-hmm. it's actually the most volcanically active body in the entire solar system really yeah. it's just like Jupiter Ju- the, the moons of Jupiter and Saturn to me always feel like um, uh, planets that George Lucas wrote because it's like <laughs> one one ecosystem one biome but it's like 
it's the volcano planet. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like and it's like, okay, like, there's yeah. nothing else there? No, Io, it's just volcanoes. It's just like, volcanoes. Like, okay. Um, uh, yeah, Enceladus or um, Europa. Like, it's the ice planet. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, cool. Hoth exists. Yep. Like, it feels like lazy writing. Um <laughs> Uh, until uh, you look and see, like, we have, like, examples of this throughout the solar system. It's yeah. cool. Um, what's the one that's basically just the core of a planet? Um, uh, is that Callisto? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's the metal, metal world. It's like, okay, cool. Rock. Yeah. It's just, um, just a big rock. It's a big, it's a big, highly metallic rock. Mm-hmm. Done. Like, Bam. very lazy writing. Um, Not Mercury. Mercury's got a very, very large core compared to the rest of the size of it, mm-hmm. but it's not like pure core. Yeah, it's got uh, a crust, but its crust is actually collapsing in on itself. So super eventually it'll probably be just a core. It has one of the, it has, mm-hmm. I think, the highest magnetic field um, size compared to its size mm-hmm. in the solar system, which makes it really, really cool. Would that change our magnetic pole or gravity if it collapsed or no. did a thing? No. no, it's far and also tiny. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. But Jupiter and Saturn, the gas giants, in theory, like, um, they should have become, um, like, sister stars to Sol. But they just, mm-hmm. there wasn't enough fuel around. So, what? like, Io and all these other cool moons would have been uh, super cool planets instead. Mm-hmm. It would have become a star? Yeah, there just wasn't enough fuel to go around. Like, their their composition is the composition of a star that is, like getting ready to form mm-hmm. but there just wasn't enough material so soul popped and became a star but jupiter and saturn didn't get enough and so they, they couldn't they couldn't set it up they're yeah it's cool right they're failed yeah. stars so like all, all their moons would have been super cool planets instead so they just like give the sun planets. the stink eye where they're just like mm. yeah probably <laughs> i would we could have been a triple star system but hey but... jupiter's still pretty jovial to me I hate everything <laughs> I'm just I'm gonna leave now yeah. you guys can go ahead and finish <laughs> great great episode guys good job so um Jupiter I assume is a hot gas Jupiter or what was it called it's hot. not a, it's not a hot Jupiter how is Jupiter not a hot Jupiter? It's not close enough. Yeah, hot Jupiters are the names for exoplanets that are like Jupiter-sized-ish and very close to their star. So why it'd be would like they if name Jupiter... that's so confusing? Well, because they're hot, because they're close to the Jupiter. star, and they're the size of Jupiter, so they're hot Jupiters. You, you know how like Venus has a runaway yeah. greenhouse effect? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Like, you know how Venus has a runaway greenhouse effect? No. It's very very hot. In the <laughs> no, of, I don't. Cody Venus is getting a because whole it has planetary a thick lesson right now. Right. So, okay, wait. Start over. <laughs> so, start over. So, Venus is is the hottest planet in the solar system, okay? Mm-hmm. Because it has a very thick atmosphere that traps in heat, so it insulates it. So, imagine that same thing happening, but it's the size of Jupiter. That's a hot Jupiter. Like mm-hmm. hot Saturn or hot Jupiter would be like because they still have those dense, dense atmospheres. Mm-hmm. But if they're a lot closer, they take in that um, solar radiation and just trap it, right? And then oh. they, they go yeah. like mm-hmm. I think the stat is that you would basically if you took a Wolf class nuclear submarine, it would be um, crushed and smelted into slag within like an hour mm-hmm. um, on Venus. Imagine that on Jupiter. 
you know <laughs> like oh yeah no like like the venera missions the missions yeah. to venus all failed <laughs> because not only is it extremely hot on venus it's got the very thick atmosphere so it's got crushing gravity mm-hmm. and it rains battery acid yeah so again space horrible <laughs> i think horrible. russia holds the record for like having a probe last the longest and it got half of a photo out mm-hmm. um and lasted what like it was like a minute or two i think it lasted longer than that it was um, it was definitely under an hour but it basically just like destroyed it <laughs> like and and that was considered a success mm-hmm. she was like no yeah <laughs> no thank you i did not consent to photos um, but venus is a, a good approximation for earth and so that's why we care about it or what would happen to earth if if things went terribly so it survived 52 minutes okay wow oh, wait no the longest any spacecraft has survived on the surface of venus is a little over two hours oh, venera 13 oh yeah um yeah Mm-hmm. Jeez. Just to, just to clarify, um, veneer is the name for Venus in the same sort of roots that you would talk about Jove as Jupiter. So mm-hmm. that's veneer why. being like a smooth veneer. Veneer, as in um, based on like veneer, venereal. Ven- yes, like yeah. um, of and related to fertility or love. Huh. Yeah. So like Mars would be the god of war. It's like martial, like martial law. Right. Um, then Mercury, Mercurial. 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 Um, um, we've got... I love words. Mm-hmm. Plutorial. No, Pluto oh. doesn't have one because it's that's a different root system. My favorite, though, is Uranus. If you took the Roman word, is is actually Celis, and so it's Celestial, mm-hmm. the god of Ooh. the sky. Celis is so much prettier than Uranus. I know. <laughs> or George. I liked George, too. Oh, George. Or Georgius later. Georgius. I still mm-hmm. like the joke of, like, you went from your highness to... to uranus to to uranus Uh Uh, but yeah pluto would be plutonic plutonic instead of plutonial like plutonic love like that um plutonic in that sense is like oven relating to wealth Mm -hmm. i don't know how it gets down that route somehow yeah because um hades is the uh god of the underworld in greek mythology in roman mythology pluto is not only the god of the underworld he's also the god of wealth well and that's that's shared with hades also because it's mm-hmm. it's um the underworld not just meaning the realm of death but anything underneath the surface yeah. and that would be like so the god of mining mm-hmm. um ores and things like that is also hades and pluto yeah and they're not bad people in these mythologies no they're either. just like doing their job and stuff yeah So back to Saturn. So, <laughs> so Saturn is a failed star, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. It's got didn't have enough Stiff. gas or hydrogen or whatever. Not enough fuel. Hydrogen. So it didn't become a star. <laughs> so it's now just a big old planet. Mm-hmm. And then the moons, would that have been its rocky planets if it had been a star? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Um, there probably would have been some of them probably would have crashed in if it gotten that big some of them would have probably come together um, with that initial pop you would have gotten like um, this sort of like uh, pre-solar disc forming with them and it would have uh, made some other newer ones mm-hmm. you know it would have it would have changed things up a little bit but yeah you can imagine that the moons would have been planets yeah 
And they, um, I'm assuming they're like really pocky and gross because they're hitting all of those rocks. No. Um, it's actually got like the coolest moon in the entire solar system, Titan. Oh. Titan is the only place other than Earth in the entire solar system that we see a full convective system. What's that mean? Um, so, Mr. Geology, do you want to explain convection? Because I, I feel like convection? rock guy. Like, is it? Is it? The like, whole like. Um, I don't know much about Titan. Is it tectonic? convection or are you talking about like um atmospheric i'm talking like rains lakes things like that oh yeah, yeah. i mean so because it's all um it's not sulfur what is it Nit- methane methane that's right so Tell you're thanks. in the triple point for methane which <laughs> means you've got gaseous methane liquid methane mm-hmm. and frozen methane um it's a little bit different because methane ice sinks instead of floats mm-hmm. um but the idea is that you know as things uh, cool and heat, just like here on Earth, you get precipitation forming. Um, it it uh, evaporates up as gas, condenses into clouds, rains, and at the cold spots, you'll get ices forming. But again, uh, beneath the, um, beneath like the methane lakes instead, mm-hmm. which is cool. Methane lakes, yeah, mm-hmm. with with methane bergs, mm-hmm. but they're they're deep underneath, which means um, unlike. So, like, on Earth, when you talk about the triple point of water, ices in general are really good insulators. Mm -hmm. And so, like, the bottom of a lake will not freeze, usually, or it'll freeze a lot later because the frozen ice flows to the surface and insulates it. Well, the opposite is true when you talk about, like, dense ices, like methane ice, where the ice sinks and it's really hard for it to unfreeze Mm -hmm. at that point because it's kind of, now it's away from the sources. And so it'll just accumulate, accumulate, accumulate. And then, you know, well... I can't really tell you exactly what happens because um, Low Observatory is actively researching what happens. Oh, right. I stand there, so like, stay I don't tuned. Know. Stay tuned, <laughs> folks. Stay tuned. Uh, so um, we actually, speaking of Lowell's researchers, Amanda Bosch, who is our COO right now, but she's been at Lowell forever. Mm-hmm. She's an incredible astronomer. Uh, she studied Saturn's rings in 1995, or she led a team of astronomers who used Hubble to uncover bright temporary arcs and clumps within Saturn's narrow F ring, which I'm assuming like A, B, C, D, E, F, yeah, some way, uh, that disappeared within weeks. Their observations revealed that the orbit of Prometheus, a moon near the F-ring, had changed since it was discovered in NASA's Voyager 1 spacecraft images in 1980, suggesting that Prometheus interacts with the F-ring or another nearby moon as they orbit Saturn. So Prometheus being a moon. Cool. Right? Mm -hmm. Does that sound right? Yeah. Prometheus. Didn't know that was a real thing. That's really cool. Yeah, most of the moons are named after, like... Greek figures, um, except Uranus's moons are all named after Shakespeare characters, which I think is kind really? of cool. Mm-hmm. Uranus yeah, so keeps got, getting like, umbrial, neater and neater. Ariel, Oberon. Really? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Specifically Midsummer, I thought. I think so, yeah. yeah. And then um, Jupiter's moons are all named after special friends of Zeus. And so one of the reasons why I really like uh, the Juno mission is because Juno is Jupiter's wife, so they sent his wife to go check on him and all of his little friends. What are you guys doing? 72 friends or whatever. I don't know know how many we're up to now. We keep discovering more. A lot. A lot of them. Why do Jupiter and Saturn have so many moons? They're big. They're big. Oh. So they just attract more crap? Yeah, Yeah. they've got more gravity. 
they're heavy, dense. There's a lot more, like if you imagine um, Earth having several moons, Earth is pretty small in like diameter, hmm. right? And so like that means the orbit of those moons is small in diameter. And so eventually they're going to like smush together and then form one single moon, like what happened with ours. Ah. But because Jupiter and Saturn are huge, mm-hmm. um, they don't really get close enough that often to mm-hmm. like eventually um, sort of like come together and become single moons. Yeah. So they're pretty spaced out. So um, technically, or ideally, if you were wanting to see Saturn super close, mm-hmm. you could on August 14th during its opposition, that would be your best chance to research or like look at it or like around those dates. Is that right? Yeah. Because it's closer. Does it make that much of a difference? Well, the one issue is oh. it's going to be right next to the moon, mm-hmm. which is full. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be real bright. Um, but Saturn, like you don't see a ton of surface features because there, there isn't really a surface to see um mm. really all you can see is like the rings and everything so it won't fun. affect it too much um it'll just be like it'll look probably bright ghostly. and big and yeah. ghostly and <laughs> ghostly ethereal oh neato because it'll have like a moon glow behind it and mm. i was told that it's probably better to view saturn during its opposition phase right before total opposition which is august 14th and right after why does anyone know why maybe there's just because of the probably full moon because of the moon Oh. Yes, but, this is the year of the full moon being near all of our meteor showers and cool events. But I mean, What's like opposition itself is a like a, a timeless thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it it happens in us in the gap uh, between time. Like it's a, it's a border, not a thing that happens. It's a it's a border, right? And so like any time before and after is is awesome. Just do that. It's a what? Well, like. Like when someone's running past you, how do you tell exactly when? You know what I mean? Like when they when they've passed you isn't like, oh, they're in this minute or two or whatever. It's like an oh. instantaneous point in time. So like, just have fun anywhere around there. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> I know we're having a members event where the like members can look through the Dyer telescope at it. Um, but we also have a photo that we requested of Saturn through the Clark, which we should put on our Discord. Yeah. Did you see that? I did. It's mm-hmm. so pretty um, to help promote our opposition. Yeah. Or it's called our Saturn Soiree. <laughs> <laughs> it's cute. It's, it's beautiful, you. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Uh, but yeah, we'll put that on the Discord. And my last question about Saturn is, how was it formed? Gravity, mostly. Just like, but why is it all gas? And like, how did that happen? Well, the heavier stuff got crunched into the middle because it's heavier and everything was spinning super fast. So, um. Yeah, like if you want to talk about how gas, how a a solar disk forms at the beginning, (laughs) you know, you tend to get like rocky stuff and then gassy stuff and then icy stuff mm-hmm. and that's just the way the order goes and so it's made of gases because of like where it is because that's where all the gases are out. yeah it is the way it is yeah yeah because you, of the way it you is. can tell it's gassy because of the way it is <laughs> but like yeah you know like that's that's just the band where the gases were after the the that pop 
um, of Seoul. And so, uh, yeah, just sort of get together. And you've got like the hybrid ones later, like Uranus and Neptune and stuff like that, where you've got some like... The ice giants. Yeah. Um, yeah, a little bit gassy, a little bit icy. So yeah. why didn't Jupiter and Saturn, because they're next to each other, mm-hmm. right? Why didn't they just form to make one bigger one? They're so know, close. They just didn't want to. They're still pretty far apart from one oh. another, too. Like, the, as you go further out, things get exponentially further and further away from one another. So, oh. like, uh, Saturn is, I think, three times farther away from us than Jupiter is. Something like that. That is pretty much all we had to talk about for the opposition. Everybody's really excited about the opposition though. I mean, it's like in the media, everyone's talking about it. There are big events planned around it, but it kind of just sounds like, hey, yeah, it'll be like closer to us. So like look up and check it out. Yeah, I mean, it's fun. Like people celebrate their birthday every year when they go ham. <laughs> like, you know, it doesn't mean it's not fun. Yeah. You need an excuse to party. Like that's yeah. an excuse, do it. Do it up. Fair Do enough. the opposition of all the planets. You know you're not right. <laughs> Next month, Jupiter will be in opposition. So check out that not-so-hot Jupiter. jovial bash. <laughs> so we are out of time. It was super-duper fun hanging out with you guys. And to all of our listeners out there, I would like to remind you that we have a Discord channel where you can see a bunch of behind-the-scenes content. We're going to drop that picture of Saturn in there, so uh, definitely join our Discord. We also have our Twitter. Please follow our Twitter. I... I'm so sad. We've got like 25 followers and I, I always post stuff and like two people interact. Anyway, um, that's just, that's just me. My but, mom likes your posts. Oh, good. So. <laughs> Gerard Van Bell always likes them. Um, oh, and we have to mention Gerard Van Bell in every episode. Exactly. So that was good. Okay. Perfect. There he is. Um, so yeah, uh, join us on Twitter. And if you have any questions, go ahead and drop it either in our Discord, our Twitter, or use the hashtag AskStarStuff. So uh, thanks for coming. Bye, guys. Thanks. Bye, thanks for us, John Compton. Get, get at me in the comments. Uh, <laughs> at, tell yeah, me all the things us. I said. Correct me in the comments or ask me questions. Um, actually. <laughs> this podcast was made possible by our members and donors. If you enjoyed this episode and want to support our nonprofit in making more digital education like this available, go to lowell.edu slash donate. Thanks for listening.